ain't got a right to tell us how to worship So let's tell the government to get up out of churches We ain't choking no more Tell them my hopes in the Lord The time for speaking is past It's time to open the doors Cause you ain't got no right to tell us how to worship So let's tell the government to get up out of service We ain't choking no more Tell them my hopes in the Lord The time for speaking is past So let's reopen the doors Hello everybody, and I'm doing my bonus episode part two right now. Um, I just need to get through this. You know, I just need to get through these videos or this one that's coming up, and then maybe I can go back to a normal pace for a bit. But right now, what I need to do is crush the rest of this video. Crush, get through the rest of this sermon uh, from Ray Tinsman. So that I can get back to doing normal stuff, but who knows? Might have to, might have to keep going through um, more of their content because people are not, people are not totally getting it yet. Um, getting some pushback from people. Had someone block me on a Facebook page about it. Um, actually, I might as well open with that. I. Someone defended that this was a Christian group. Because they adhere to the Athanasius Creed or something like that. And I said, uh, no, no, no. They believe that you get to heaven by praying to this man, Bray Tinsman. And he is the one that decides whether you go to heaven or not. And I was told that, uh, um, that... Basically, he's not in their group, so he can't make that conclusion or come to that kind of determination. And I asked him, how are you saved? And he told me, again, I'm not part of that group, and I, uh, I'm not going to speak on their behalf. And I said, no, I don't care about them. I care that... You don't know how I'm saved. Now, I didn't say that part, sorry. But basically what I said was, how did I put it? I said, um, what must I do to be saved? I want to be saved. What must I do to be saved? And he deleted me. So there you have it. Um, and, you know, if you're on this chat, um, there's things you can do to help me. You can comment. You can like the video. You can, um, you can, uh, add me on, uh, Twitter. Uh, that's down at the bottom. You can follow me on Instagram. You can go to Twitter. You can share the Twitter video. Um, so far zero watches on Twitter, even though it's sitting there for an hour and a half, it is hilarious, but it's just another place for me to stream to so that the comment, so that the content is being put out there. Uh, Stacy says, never heard of him. Sounds wonky. So Stacy for clarification, this, uh, this apostle that I'm about to show you, I went through his, uh, whole sermon up to this point titled the great reset. He is the leader of Henry Hildebrandt's group. Henry Hildebrandt is the alleged pastor in Almer, Ontario, who has been standing up to the police along with 
his uh, follower and uh, prophet of the church, Tobias Tissen, who was arrested. Now, the reason I've done these videos going through the sermons is because while I think it's important to, to understand that, yes, they have been wrongly arrested. Yes, it is wrong to close churches for COVID restrictions. Yes, I agree with all of that. Um, that the this group is dangerous, and uh, quite frankly, I believe the crimes they're committing against their own congregation is far worse than what the government is actually doing to people because they are lying to people about how you must be saved and they are denying them access to Jesus Christ and manipulating the text of the Bible to suit their own fancy. So with that, I'm going to bring it up and it did not. Okay. There we go. Much better. So we're starting at the one oh one ten mark. I think I might have been at the one oh eight mark when I ended. I cannot see the timestamp. So I am if anyone wants to accuse me of skipping things, I am not. I simply covered my timestamp up and don't know where the timestamp was. So I believe I'm starting roughly where we quit. And again, I'm playing this at 1.25 speed so that we can get through it a little quicker. And he talks relatively slow, like me. Uh, and so 1.25 definitely helps speed things along. So with that, let's pick up where we left off. This will be my third video on this group, or actually it's my fourth video on this group. I have one from months ago. Uh, I'm not going to address how he used that scripture I already did in the, in, the last, um, in the last section. I believe that's from Romans 9 and First uh, Kings when Elijah is up on the hill, up on the mountain, and God tells him that he has set apart 7,000 of his own. Um, uh, this man is obviously using it, uh, to rally people against Tony Fauci. Mm, probably not the best context, but, uh, definitely not the most egregious thing. So we move on. Now they're talking about the great reset. Okay. All right. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. Come on, brother. The ones... Who have robbed from you? Right, right, right. Come on, brother. Right. The ones who are concerned that we don't have too many children, so we'll make a vaccination to make infertility more common. Now, again, I believe I still addressed all this, but think about how he's laying this out now. He's setting it up. He hates the Great Reset and the people involved with it. Want to hurt your children? Absolutely true. Okay, and we're going to find out what his solution is to that very soon. And trust me, it is truly shocking. The ones who have abused the slaves are now talking about a Great Reset. Amen. 
totally it's agree. Time that we end poverty. All right, And they are the ones that have created the poverty to control the messes. Agree. They're a bunch of liars, is what they are. True. It's just like the devil to create something and turn right around and act like he is the deliverer from what he created. That is very, very true. You are going to see something like that happening right away from these guys. And ladies. That is a devil working miracle. We have saints have been on government assistance it's time to get off of that anyway who got kicked off because they refused vaccination this has already happened already now keep in mind this is november 2020 so i'm not sure where those people live that that would have happened to but that is incredible if true that already in 2020 november 2020 people were being um having their benefits removed their uh like uh, empl- unemployment benefits removed for not being vaccinated. I, I I don't know where that came from, but that would be really, really bad if, if it were true. Oh, look, looks like his sound cut out again. They're oh, working now to limit travel. Right yes, now. they are. They're limiting travel right now if you refuse their poison. And that has come true, right? That's November 2020, and look, we're almost in the, almost exactly a year later, and he was definitely right about that. Right now, that's we're working on that right now. Less than a week ago, the, the, the municipal city of Washington, D.C., not the federal government, but the municipal city, has passed a law that a child that is 11 years old or greater can make a decision to get vaccinated with or without parental consent. And that the schools have agreed to keep their vaccination records at school so parents do not have to be involved. That has just happened. Totally agree with that too, right? Nothing, and they're doing that nothing to disagree with. The presidential election, and while everybody is talking about the pandemic, and underneath of all of that, they're working quietly and passing things that is going to destroy this nation. Again, very, very much so. He is very, very right about all of the things he has just said. And these same individuals are concerned about a great reset. I want you to know the great reset is our term. Yes. And once again, they're trying to hijack what God has done. But I'm telling you tonight that we got that first. We said it first. I'm not sure why it would be important to them that they said it first, but uh, I don't think that that's true. Um, Klaus Schwab literally wrote a book called The Great Reset or COVID-19 and The Great Reset. And that term has been being thrown around for a very long time already, already well over a year, well before they were talking about, I mean, who knows? They could have started using the term around the same time because they do seem to be on top of uh, the global takeover from the globalists, they definitely know about that. So they probably would have had a handle on the Great Reset term very early on. But I, 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 I doubt it's their term. I don't know that, but I doubt they came up with it. 
if they were successful in their great reset, it would only be to put more money into their pockets and to take out the middleman and just so they can control you. Yes, sir. These are not your fathers. These are spirits of the devils. Yes, sir. All right, now, who are the fathers? Who is he about to direct them to? Himself, just like we learned from the other thing. Um, someone's asking, what can we do? I'm not sure. Um, you might be listening to this sermon, coming into it, and... Uh, <sighs> Yes, so you're running. Uh, sorry, I got I got confused by the next comment there. Um, we are listening to this man um, because he's saying a lot of true things, but he is deeply mixing in error, and you're going to find out what the answer is to that. Charlene, uh, if you um, are new to my channel, I need you to go listen to the last two videos about this church. Um, so that you can kind of catch up with, uh, um, so that you can catch up with where we're at, uh, with this group. Yeah. Well, and someone's saying, you know, uh, David is saying we're running out of time to stop this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so guys keep in mind, this is not a, um, this is not a video about the Great Reset. Um, this is a video about this church, uh, COGR, Church of God Restoration. Keep in mind, restoration is important. It's in their title. And um, we are going to be going through the rest of this because he is actually a false teacher. And um, these men believe that you need to pray to them. So we are hearing a lot of truth right now about the great reset um but you're about to see what the solution is so just bear with me they're not laboring hard for your benefits they're laboring hard for an agenda again who is laboring hard for your benefit well he's gonna say it's him right he's gonna say it's them this is no pandemic We are in no pandemic. I just said it. We are in no pandemic. You say you don't believe in COVID-19. I believe there's a virus. There's been a virus every year. Well, right now, he is really sounding like someone we can agree with. Right? According to their own data, there's no more people that have died this year than this amount of, from January to now than last year from January to this present time. Don't tell me there's a pandemic. Again, very true, right? Amen. We can get behind this. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's to move the world by fear to accomplish their agenda. 100% agree. I don't know how you could be righteous and there not be a fire that burns inside your bones. Not only what they're trying to do to you personally, but what they're trying to do to our brethren of the world. I hate deceit. It's going to be our children next. 
Amen. They are coming for the children. And not many days hence. Definitely agree. They're going to deem us as unfit as parents. Correct. If we don't go along with their program. So much truth, right? So much truth to all of this. I declare to them tonight, we will not go along with their program. I also declare that. I will not be going along with the globalist program either. They're going to tell lies about us to our children. They're going to paint us to some weird folks who don't care. They're the caring folks. And they got blood all over their hands. brings me to a very important point my reason for preaching to you tonight comes the time and so here we go guys this is the solution to all these problems that he's put forward that we all agree with now pay attention to what his solution is when men has to separate Men have to separate. All right, well, I'm not totally sure if I agree with that. You're supposed to be in the world, not of it, right? We're supposed to be dwelling among the unbelievers, uh, living among them so that we can do evangelism. That's why we believe the communal living style is not, you know, is usually not a good thing, right? That separation is uh is uh i don't believe biblical we're supposed to be in the towns in the cities in the countrysides everywhere you know so we're supposed to be forming community but mingling with the community so that we can evangelize i i believe i believe that's right i want to read you a document that you're familiar with a little portion of it when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, to assume among the powers of the earth the separation and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitled them. A dissent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to separate. We have been involved in a monetary system that is bloody. There you go, guys. They've been involved in a monetary system that is bloody. The money, the currency you use is not good. Which, I mean, we, again, still basically agree, I think, right? The American dream has become the American nightmare. More truth. While Bill Gates claims his sincere concerns, while he lives in his multi-multi-billion dollar homes. A dislike for Bill Gates? More? <laughs> just so much agreement, right? Wow, this guy. You would think that we would want to high-five this guy, right? There are people scattered throughout this country in houses that is not fit for my dog. More and he's agreement. Got money to deliver all of them. I'm not totally sure if that's true. If you divided 
the total amount that Bill Gates is worth um, by all the poor people. Uh, I'm not. I, I'm not totally sure how much that would work out to. I mean, maybe yeah, it could be true, but again, that would that would be communism anyway, taking one guy's money and divvying it up between everybody. So I'm not. I don't think that's a good thing. I do think Bill Gates has earned his money in a horrific manner. Um, but uh, but if I I, I don't think that his money should just be taken and then divided no matter how evil I think Bill Gates is. I might believe his sincerity if he would go and live in, I don't care if it was a 10,000 square foot home, downsize a little bit and give money to deliver the poor that it can't feed their little babies tonight and give them money and deliver them out of their situation. But instead he'll continue to oppress them. That definitely might make us all believe him a little more, right? If he would go actually help people that need it, right? They've sold us a bill of goods. We have bought into it. Yes, you have. Tonight, it's time we say we're done. Are you guys ready? What's the punchline of the sermon? It's coming. I, I think it's right away here. Lest we be guilty of the blood that lies in the monetary system of the world in which we know and live in, we must separate from it. So we must separate from the monetary system because it's bloody and we don't want to be associated with that. What does he mean? That's what's important here. What does he mean? What do you guys think he means? Yes, brother. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. It's time we put our money where our faith is. Amen. We don't need bullets. We don't need tanks. Keep that in mind. Put your money where your faith is. You need your George Washingtons. Hmm? Hold on a second here. Let's go back. If you believe this, if you don't believe this, then please don't do what I'm about to say. Oh. But if you believe this... That's not... It's time... There we go. We say we're done. Lest we be guilty of the blood that lies in... Annalie, be patient. This is not going in the direction that you think it is. You guys, I believe, are about to have your minds blown with where he's going with this. The monetary system of the world in which we know and live in, we must separate from it. Separate from it. Got it. Amen. It's time we put our money where our faith is. Sorry, I went back too far. Here we go. We don't need bullets. We don't need tanks. We need your George Washingtons. We don't need bullets and we don't need tanks. We need 
your George Washington's. So, where is this going, guys? He wants you as his congregant to separate yourself from this evil monetary system by giving him your money. That's what's happening here. If you believe this, if you don't believe this. So if, if we need your George Washington's, if you believe this, he says. Then please don't do what I'm about to say. If you don't. But if you believe this, you need to empty out your IRAs oh. and your 401ks. So every time I hear it, there's our favorite apostle, Stephen Hargrave, the money guy. His hand is going up extra high on this one. They want you, Ray Tinsman wants his people to empty their retirement funds and give it to them. Annalise says he's just as bad as anyone making money on vaccine mandates, masks, etc. So, guys. I would encourage you, if you like podcasts, if you like to listen to audio, uh, if you like what I'm doing here, go download it on audio from Podbean or get the RSS link and put it into your favorite podcast catcher. You can also download it on the Podbean app or the Spotify app. Now, what you can do is... Go back and either listen to or watch the prior videos. My last two videos before this have all been about this church. And so you can get the whole, whole spectrum of, of what I've, of what I've covered, which is that they actually pray to Ray Tinsman, this guy at the front, and that they, he measures where you're at, can decide whether you're saved or not basically on any given day, talk directly to God and determine who is going to heaven. So if you are interested in that, go listen to my last two videos or I watch them or download it on audio. So you heard it there. Give us your money, empty your bank accounts. Is this the church you mentioned in a comment that are, is demonic? Yes, Annalie, this is the one. This is Pastor Henry Hildebrandt's church. Um, he is an apostle of this church. He is one of the 12 apostles of this church who says that they are the only church, and that is why their name is the Church of God. So I'm going to carry on before I get too carried away answering comments. You say, well, if I take them out, then I'll have to pay a penalty. Get it out. The reason that they, the reason that they put a penalty is because they're depending on you leaving it in their system. And if, in fact, there's a penalty, then you must also confess that it's not yours anyway, or they wouldn't charge you to take back what is yours. It's time to go for broke. Uh, I think he added an extra word to that sentence. I think what he meant to say was it's time to go broke, not go for broke. I think what he's saying is they want, he wants them to be broke. 
I'm pretty sure. But not him, because he's taking all that filthy money that you don't want from your evil globalist system, and he's just going to help you get rid of it by taking it. <laughs> like, you can't make this stuff up, man. I think in the last few years we have tried to wean ourselves from a system that doesn't allow you to wean yourself from it. We're either in it or we're out. One or the other. It was this understanding that caused the early church and they saw the hypocrisy and when they saw, uh, when they saw the hijacking and they saw what God had, had, had done through the early morning church and the apostles, this is what moved them. As Brother Addison preached this morning, it wasn't a matter of consecration. It was a belief system that said, oh, we have to break. So remember um, from the other episode, he talks about hijacking and lays out this whole system that, you know, men can hijack God's plan. And I think what he's drawing and piecing together there is that, you know, men have been usurping and hijacking God's plan for long enough. It's time to take your money out of this evil system and give it to them because that's part of God's plan. I think that's what he's saying. You know, that's me kind of trying to put it together. Okay, um, maybe he's not exactly saying that, but whatever it is, it's not great, right? But keep in mind there, there's context with that word hijacking that he's been focusing on the entire sermon, okay? They were making money on false idols. He said, well, my money's not on false idols. I say it's more false idols today than ever in the course of mankind. Again, right there, I wholeheartedly agree what he just said about false idols, but... He's made himself a false idol that you have to pray to to get into heaven. So that's not good. He sounds like a cult, says David. Yeah, no, this is 100% the textbook definition of a cult. Like I say, go go watch the prior stuff after this is over or download it as an audio. That's actually how I prefer to listen to stuff like the dividing line because he does a video, but realistically you only need the audio mostly. And I try to be, I try to be, um, I try to be uh, audio friendly. Um, Laura, who was part of the word of faith movement says, this is hard to watch. Reminds me of the hour long teaching teachings on tithing slash robbing God before passing the collection plate in my former church. This is more blatant though. Yeah, he ha- he is bold, man. He is way more bold. It's less manipulative and more just he knows that they're going to be emptying out their bank accounts and giving it and giving it to them, right? He knows it. I'd rather live in a shack. I mean exactly what I'm saying. Than to live in a palace. So what is he going to do with all the money if he's going to, if he would rather live in a shack, what is he doing with all this donated money? I'd love to know. And to be guilty of the blood of the dear ones that have built the economy that have made the wealthy wealthy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Time to. I mean, I have that sentiment. Like, I get that. Like, I'd rather live in a shack than help these evil people, right? I mean, I feel like it's, again, this is this is why people can be sucked into this stuff. This is why I'm so concerned about this group that clearly f- 
is working on the freedom fighter type people because listen to how many things he said that are completely relevant to us just now. He said a lot of true things, but now boom, you need to separate yourself. You need to empty your bank account, give it to us because I would rather live in a shack than support this evil system. But where is the money going? Of the dear ones that have built the economy, that have made the wealthy wealthy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Time to get them out. Get them out. Lay them at the apostles' feet. Bam! Lay them at the apostles' anyway. feet. Amen. You don't have them anymore. With anyway. one little fair swoop of a pen, you won't get it either. And if you're going to get it, you better get it quick. So. I will say this, the concern about them just being able to make it so that everything that you've ever earned is just gone, them, whoever them is, that is a real legitimate concern and horrifying. That definitely is true, right? Now, you'll notice that he said, lay them Lay it at the apostles' feet. Now, I knew that that was familiar. um, And I knew where it was from, so I had to go read it. Now, guys. um, Guys, I have my Bible out. You know what? In fact, hold on a second here. I just got to... Nope. So, guys... Lay it at the apostles' feet. That is from Acts 4. After there is a mass conversion and the early church forms, right? We have the early church forming. Everyone is coming to the apostles, and what do they do? They share everything and give it willingly. And it talks about laying, you know, their their sails at the apostles' feet. And so let's go through that section of the Bible right now. So I'm going to start Acts 4, verse 32. It's a section of a new paragraph. And so they've all, um, there's just been a new wave of believers. And um, yeah, you can go read all of chapter 4 if you want to make sure that I'm representing it properly. But this is a new section and it says this, starting in verse 32. And the congregation of the, in the NASB, and the congregation of those who believed were of one heart and and soul. Not one of them claimed that anything belonging to him was his own, but all things were common property to them. And with great power, the apostles were giving testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And abundant grace was upon them, for there was not a needy person among them, for all who were owners of land or houses would sell them and bring the proceeds of the sales and lay them at the apostles' feet. And they would be distributed to each as any had need. And so, think about this. Think about this. He is making reference to this verse. Why? Because you have nine of the twelve current apostles 
standing up there right now. And he is making reference to this authoritative moment or this powerful moment, I should say, where you have the early church formed, the apostles are there and they're selling everything they have and giving it to the church and helping the needy. Now, when I actually, let's correct that. It says that they're of, uh, it says that um, they were of one heart and one soul and not one of them claimed that anything belonging to him was his own, but all things were common property to them. But then it says that they would sell things and lay the finances at the apostles feet. Now it goes on. It says now Joseph, a Levite of Cyprian birth, who was also called Barnabas by the apostles, which translated means son of encouragement and who owned a tract of land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles feet. So again, selling the selling it willingly and donating the money to the apostles so that they could look after the others. That was not by compulsion. Is there anything in here? And I challenge you to go read chapter four. Is there anything in here where the apostles rev them up and then took their money and, and told them, give us all your money. Now, one thing I would point out, and he doesn't do this here, obviously, but if you keep reading, we get to chapter five, chapter five talks about Ananias and Sapphira who sold land for a certain amount. They lied about the number. And so the Holy spirit killed both of them at separate times. Okay. Now, based on me going through their beliefs for these last three episodes, I imagine that that laying it at the apostles feet verse comes up a lot. And I would imagine when there's no camera rolling that references to chapter five and lying to them resulting in death, I would imagine also comes up a lot. I don't have any video evidence of it. I don't have any audio of it evidence of it but these men are making the claim that they are the official 12 apostles well and lady by the way her name is elizabeth opal i kept getting it wrong and calling her maggie or something so sorry i'm sure that that's the least offensive thing that anyone from this group will find with these videos but i'm sorry i got your name wrong anyway I, yeah, it's, I imagine that Ananias and Sapphira lying to them and then dying probably comes up in their teaching. Would you, I, would you bet money on it? I probably would bet money on it. Uh, although gambling's bad, so don't gamble. Okay. Carrying on. Because soon in one little move, it won't even be there. Talking about the money in the system, they can just eradicate it and delete it, right? It's not there anyway. Your money's not there anyway. That is also, again, true. We need to 
seek for opportunities to become less attached to this wicked system. He's actually about to say, like, we need to find ways of rewarding each other um, differently than using money. Uh, And it's like, yeah, because you're taking all of their money. So how, what are you doing? Are you going to be using that money? I just, it's crazy, man. We need to sell some of our homes. downsides see and so there you go right what do you see in acts for you see the selling of land and of properties and giving them the money these guys are literally saying sell your house downsize give us the profits from those houses that's what's happening here we're not gonna be comfortable here anyway it's only trouble from here out your thought of living a luxurious life is over anyway you're going to belong to somebody you're going to belong to the king you're going to belong to bill gates or you're going to belong to these folks oh oh no i'm sorry i started playing him uh i don't know if the audio was still going i have him on screen share still um hopefully okay well i'm gonna go back a little bit (sighs) technical difficulties but it really is just my own stupidity okay so let's see here i'll go back a little i don't know if it played it i I assume it still did play it we need to seek for opportunities to become less attached to this wicked system we need to sell some of our homes downsize again selling your home downsizing it so that he he can take it basically is what it comes down to from what i can tell we're not gonna be comfortable here anyway it's only trouble from here out and again more stuff i can agree with there is going to be more trouble from this point out i mean unless you know eschatologically i'm on the side that it slowly progresses and gets worse until there's a one world government. And, uh, it just looks like it's going in that direction to me. So I, I definitely am sympathetic to what he's saying in little pieces. Your thought of living a luxurious life Amen. is over anyway. You're going to belong to somebody. You're going to belong to the king. You're going to belong to Bill Gates or you're going to belong to these folks. So what should he say? You're either going to belong to Bill Gates and this world system, or you're going to belong to Christ. You are a slave of Christ when you come to know him. Not anyone else. You're either going to, they are the represent, they are filling in, they are taking Jesus's role and putting it on themselves. When he says you're either going to belong to them or to these people right here, he is literally talking about those people right here, not Jesus. Not suggesting you to go homeless. I'm not even suggesting you'd have no comforts. But I'm suggesting to go for broke. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
This is, again, go broke. Not go for broke, go broke. Never going to wean ourselves off be 40 years down the road still talking about this. Let's wreck them. Yes! Yes, sir! Amen! We're going to deny them the vaccination. Yes! We're going to deny them our dollars. Yes, sir! I think as we do business amongst the saints, we ought to find other ways to reward one another for labor and the change of goods amongst the saints that has nothing to do with the wicked system of the dollar bill. I know it's radical, but we're living in a radical time. I'm glad to be alive right now. Okay, hold on, I missed something. Let me tell you something else. If you really understand this, deny them our dollars. Yes, sir. I think as we do business amongst the saints, we ought to find other ways to reward one another. There's the part I was talking about. And the change of goods amongst the saints that has nothing to do with the wicked system of the dollar bill. So give us all your money. Don't use it. Give it to us. Don't worry. We'll get rid of it for you. I know it's radical, but we're living in a radical time. I'm glad to be alive right now. I bet he is. I bet he is. He has put himself in the place of the all-powerful sovereign over a group of people, a very large, like, not a huge group, but a pretty big group that are all encouraged to give them tons of money. And I mean, you can find, you can go listen to my last episode and hear the, the Stephen Hargrave. He's the man to hit our, our left of him, but it's his right shoulder. The guy over his right shoulder, he is the money guy from what I can tell. And he says the same thing in another thing. Like I need thousands of dollars from you guys right now, tonight. And he says, tonight, brother, he says, tonight I am leaving with a lot of money. That's what he tells this one group. So these guys, they've got the money and they are extracting it from you. Let me tell you something else. If you really understand, or I should say their people and this and you get this in the spirit. It don't matter what they do to me. I'm going to say it again. If you get this message and you get it in the depths of your heart and you see it and feel it and move and act upon it, no matter what they do to me. We have to avenge the blood that is crying from the ground that built this wicked system on the backs of the beaten down while telling them Work will make you free. It's a lie. Someone said, I wish the apostles would just lead us. My plea to you is what more must we do? And again, those apostles are him and his friends up there and listen to that manipulation what must we do what must we do i wish that they'd lead us you say and he says 
What must more must what must more I do to lead you? I have already told you what you need to do. Give me all your money. We have to live under the overpass. By the fact that I am who I am, I've already led you. The fact that I am who I am, I've already led you? That's weird. Um, by his very existence, he is leading them. This man applies godhood to himself. And, and even though he pays lip service to the fact that he is not quite as perfect as Jesus, he is putting himself into a demigod status. He is the intercessor to Jesus. Or I could have never gotten here. So the fact that he is where he is at is the proof that he is the leader and that you need and that you should be following him and that he is leading you. That's what I get from that. By him being there, that proves that he's supposed to be. Tonight is a message and a declaration of independence. Playing to their Americanism a little bit. Now let's put our money. Let's put our money to our mouth and the things that we've said. Now prove it. Prove it that you're listening and that you're obedient. And give us all your money. Tonight. Turn with me now to Revelation 13. I need a little more time. I'm angry tonight. I'm angry. Revelation 13. Verse number 14. Deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he hath power to give life unto the image of the beast. That image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. And that he and that no man might buy or sell. Save he that had the mark or the number of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. 
Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, threescore, and six. For years, God has given us good understanding. This mark of the beast. All right, I cannot wait to see what this is. I haven't listened to this yet. So this is a cold listen for me. It was a spiritual warfare. We were right about that and are right about that. But I'll say that maybe we have underestimated or undervalued the practical application of this war. And like spiritual adultery immediate leads to physical adultery. The spiritual mark and the spiritual re restriction from buying or selling, yes, we will find and are finding Amen. that leads directly to a physical right. display. Yes, Probably not many days. We will be severely limited. Yes, sir. So I think what he's trying to say there is because eventually we're going to not take the mark and we'll be limited in our buying and selling um, that uh, how did that go yeah that's hard so basically because we won't take the mark of the beast um, later the physical mark you should prepare for it right now spiritually by doing it to yourself and limiting yourself I think is what he's saying pretty sure you hold some personal credentials as a health card, you may be very likely forbidden to conduct business into this society, even to buy necessary food. And if these things be true and they most. So you might as well give us all your money right now. Surely are. And as fast as we've seen things have moved in the last eight months. I don't know what another eight months will do. They're already talking about shutting things down. This is real. It's real. And you know it's real. You've been alive in this last year. Okay, I'm going to stop this now. So, you get it. Um, it's called The Great Reset. If you want to go listen to the end of it, because I'm not going to play it anymore. Um... You should be able to get the gist of it. Why is it so dark in here today? Are my batteries already dying in my light? Anyway, whatever. Um, you know, what he's done is manipulate and twist Bible verses to achieve his goal of then manipulating this group of people, you know, passionate zealous religious people to drain their bank accounts and give it to him because they should want to be less comfortable and prepare for the end and so he's going to take all their money for them it's amazing stuff and so i will just close with this how are you justified and who are you justified to well romans 5 says this 
Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into the grace in which we stand, and we exalt in hope of the glory of God. So, how do we have peace with God? Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Do these people listening to this man sound like they have peace? Or does it sound like they just keep getting burdens placed on them? Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Does it sound like these people are being given rest? No. It sounds like they're having their lives ruined slowly through financial burden in order to appease a small group of people who hold salvation over the head and dangle it like a carrot. And what does the Bible say? We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And how do you have peace with God through Jesus Christ? Well, one, you must believe on him because he is perfect he lived the perfect life that we can't live and he died the death that we no longer need to die and he was raised from the dead after three days conquering death and this man this one man jesus christ you must believe on his death burial and resurrection to be saved not on any other man ray tinsman is not in my bible which is nasb but he's definitely not in the KJV either, which I have one down here. That's why I pointed. And so there's only one man in the Bible that we must believe in to be saved. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And with that guys, I am ending this stream tonight. Thank you for listening. I will be back at my normal time and place, which is now Thursdays around seven with that. Have a great night.